0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Albion Ayeti faces a ban for diving in Celtic's win at Kilmarnock on Tuesday. Rangers regain their 23-point lead with a narrow win against St Johnston. And Motherwell and Ross County were the big winners in the bottom six on a huge night in the Premiership. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Yeah, it was another good night of uh, Scottish football this week with Rangers winning once again 1-0. Clean sheet Celtic winning easily Much like it was last week And Rangers don't look like letting up Six games uh, Six wins will win them the championship Reen today that could be at Celtic Park If results are matched Rangers don't look like letting up And the compliance officer May be a busy person this week also I like the way he quickly adjusted there Because he remembered that Claire White was no longer In mm. place and he's not quite sure who's taking on the role So in a busy Person I, just, I, just, I think that's yeah. a correct term But on a serious note Gordon uh, A lot of good football Over the last couple of nights Some great goals Some mm. massive results And some big talking points Yeah Last night Rangers match on Nearer the title Gordon um, It was a good win Against St Johnston It was a difficult game St Johnston played very well But Rangers had enough In their locker Created a lot of chances Missed a lot of chances But The big winners Last night's got to be Ross County and Motherwell uh, What a fantastic result For John Hughes against his old uh, buddy Brian Rice at Hamilton after going one down unlike the co-commentator Hamilton couldn't hold on to either um, so um, you had Motherwell that um, fantastic result against Dundee United and um, I just thought they were the winners and uh, a lot of talking points tonight about the dive of Ayeti was it a dive or was it not a dive? Um, in terms of footballing results Mark Wilson the bottom six in particular I think most people have obviously got the, the title race done and dusted Battle for thirds looking pretty tasty With Hibs retaking third place But when you look at last night Because a lot of them were playing each other and so on Motherwell's victory against Dundee United And Ross County's comeback victory Down at Hamilton Could be massive Yeah of course Well Motherwell I was listening to you guys Chat through the Motherwell game And by all accounts That they, they should have been ahead Before they were And it was deservedly so but an important win And their second goal Was an absolute cracker For Hamilton When I heard they were 1-0 up I, I was quite surprised John Hughes has come in And reinvigorated Ross County Got them playing some good stuff And I thought That's a that's a great result for Hamilton But you need to play For the full 90 minutes And Hamilton switch off Ross County Get two excellent goals And what a result That decision To start to sack Stuart Kettlewell And bring in John Hughes So early on in the season Seems to be paying off At the minute yeah, a lot of interesting games coming up, Gordon. Um, as I say, we can look at the top of the league. It's just a matter of when Rangers win it. Now we've been told six games, 21st of March. Could it be at Celtic Park? Everybody will have their eyes on that one. Uh, for the other guys who don't support the, the, the big two, especially down the bottom, it's very, very tight. Dundee United have been dragged into it. Kilmarnock. Without a manager being dragged into it Motherwell seemed to be going on the right direction Ross County the same But unfortunately for Hamilton It was a poor night And 0141 That's the number you need to join in So give us a call Let us know what's on your mind And you can tweet at Clyde SSB You're going to need to be nice to these two though Because like everyone Lockdown's pretty tough The trials and tribulations Gordon DL's on his own He's 
been struggling with the rehab for the hip uh-huh. And Mark Wilson Very stressed He came in visibly stressed this evening He says homeschooling is a nightmare mm-hmm. He's had his hardest day at school since 1997 And he accidentally <laughs> took his two sons on a, a country walk And walked straight onto a driving range And found that folk were smashing golf balls at him so, It's yeah. not been ideal Not been an ideal day And I haven't even made that up have I? No Both that's that all true That's true. all true And uh Oh, it's been aye, one of those days. What, what, what part, when you looked at the 250 yard marker, did you think, I think we're in the wrong place here? <laughs> do, you know, do you know the sad thing about this, right? Their ball's getting fired at him and these two boys, and then he realises what he's done. He's went through a hole in the fence, but his highlight, he says, I found a Pro V1. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best bit. That's the only plus point of today. Pro V1 found Who's hitting it? Maybe at the driving range That's exactly. what I want to know Anyway right 01419511025 That's the number you need Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's make a wee promise To ourselves To each other That at some point We'll actually talk about You know like the football Like the goals that were scored And the results and so on Because right now It feels like we're in a Never ending cycle Of disciplinary issues But they are important I get that So we'll talk about them as well But at some stage Let's let's try and talk about The football as well Will we right The The Hot off the press though Gordon And it is the obvious place to start Celtic striker Albina Yeti Charged with simulation By the Scottish FA I'm going to get what Gordon and Mark think of it But it's more important what you think of it So phone us right now And tell us 01419511025 You will remember the incident He went to ground after a challenge by Kelly goalkeeper Colin Doyle The penalty was given Edward scored it So the penalty given by Kevin Clancy It was part of that 4-0 victory um, Doyle you see at the time Protesting his innocence The incident Has now been reviewed uh, By the Scottish FA's Compliance system Shown to the three Former category one referees And they think There is a case to answer So A Yeti and Celtic Now have the choice Between either accepting A two match ban Or arguing their case At a hearing On Monday Which is February the 8th Give us a A brief snapshot Into what you think Of that news today well, just in your last point there, if Celtic choose to fight it, I would fully expect Celtic to fight it just purely because of everything that's went on this season and they've come out fighting. So I do think they'll contest it. Me personally, yeah, I think it was a dive. I think uh, there was very little, if any, contact from the Kelly goalkeeper. I think he was looking for it. He got it. Um, obviously, Edward stuck it away and Celtic have a comfortable advantage. Not that I don't think they would have needed it, but that's by the by. And um, I think he'll find it difficult to to argue out of that one. Okay. Mark Wilson says dive, Gordon Deal. Um, it's very hard to argue, Gordon. I didn't think it was a penalty kick. Now, most centre-forwards will tell you that if they feel any contact in the box, they'll go down and go for a penalty kick. And he's not the first And he won't be the last So let's not just pick on him But it's that incident I right, would, so, so you think there's contact But it's still a dive I don't think there's enough contact For okay. him to get down Gordon Yeah so I think he's looked for a penalty kick And as I say There's a lot of strikers out there Who do the exact same thing I'm not surprised He's been pulled up for it Because it was never a penalty kick Alright let's get some opinions on the phone 01419511025 Ian is in Clyde Bank What's your take on it Ian? Hi guys, how you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, my take basically is that Kenny Douglas has come out and said that he thinks the SFA have made a rod for their own back by the way they, they done Morellis. Stephen Gerrard came out and basically gave a failed uh, warning to the SFA that they were looking for parity as well. Do you think in the light of 
like Stephen Gerrard saying and Kenny Dalglish and an awful lot of the fans like myself saying it seems to be like say, when it's Morales' trial by television, media, whatever you want to call it. The same thing has happened now with Ajeti. Personally, I think it was a dive. But as Gordon said, he'll know be the first and he'll know be the last. But the bottom line is, what I'm saying is, this has happened all season. Morales has been done twice with the telly. Now all of a sudden, someone else is getting it. Is this, do you think this is a pressure coming from i.e. Kenny Dalglish, Stephen Gerrard, everyone else? No, well, not for me. I, I think the the system's known to everyone before a ball's kicked to the start of the season. And whether the SFA move or not, on a, with other incidences, it's, listen, that's by the by again. But I, I don't think it's due to pressure from manager. Morelos, Morelos clearly has been done because he should have been done. A Yeti, pretty similar. It's there, you know, black and white. It's very difficult to turn away from it. The manager, um, James Fowler, uh, right after the game mentions it, highlights it. So it's not only, only Stephen Gerrard or, or Kenny mm. Dalglish is highlighted there. It's the right decisions. They're, they're coming to the correct decisions. My thing with a, a Yeti one is, and you might correct me here, going or, or, or be able to clear it up, is, has there been any other Dives that have been cited Well, well that's what I was going to say to, to Ian say You know this stuff's been happening all season D- Diving Maybe this is part of the problem We we try and We try and compare things That actually are not that comparable um, Diving Winning a penalty from a dive um, Is pretty rare In, in terms of And then with the retrospective You know Someone who dives in the middle of the pitch And nothing really gets given You're not going to get a retrospective ban for that That would, yeah. that would just waste everyone's time We would be going on and on all day So Um in terms of dives that have been punished retrospectively, Darren Dundee, I think, was one of the most recent ones for Dundee when they were in the top flight. Dundee accepted it. Uh, Kilmarnock fans will remember one for Jordan Jones. They don't tend to come around that often, Gordon. Yeah, I'm not a. I said it the other night there, Gordon. I know that there's arguments against it. I'm not a, a big fan of re refereeing a game and looking at incidents. Now, you come up with a. An example of saying, well, a yo for someone but off the ball, having a go at some. It very seldom happens in our game. I just think, what my big can of worms. And on the fact mm. that Ian's saying there about, you know, would they be influenced by the likes of Kenny Dalglish and Stephen Gerrard? No, I don't. I would be very disappointed if they were, Gordon. You know, but it seems to be the minute they highlight, whether it be Rangers or Celtic player, then you're going mm. to get both arguments by. The other side yeah. saying, well, what about that tackle? What about this? And what happened there early in the season? Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens I, to Yeti. I just wonder, Ian, if, if we'll ever get away from this now. I wonder if that can of worms is opened and we'll ever get away from it because you're on to talk about a Yeti and you, you brought Alfredo Morelos into it, which is fine because I get why. But on the flip side, if, if I was to keep bringing Alfredo Morelos into things, Rangers fans would... Would question that and say, "Well, hold on a minute. Why can't you just treat this incident in isolation? Why do you keep bringing Morelos into it?" But but here you are as a Rangers fan, and, and you want to bring Morelos into it. So a guy, all of a sudden, we're now talking about Alfredo Morelos again when 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 we didn't have to. The reason I phoned in was, you know, watching it in television. Someone was clever enough and cute enough to count that it was brought up nineteen times. Morelos incident, and. On the flip side, yeah, if the Rangers game wasn't covered, would you have heard anything about it? 
Again, well, in terms of the number of times it was mentioned in commentary, I think you'll know fine well, and I can't speak on behalf of of commentators. But but that that is that's true. That there's not a big. I don't think that's a big um, a big conspiracy there. If a game's on TV and there are more eyes on it and there are more cameras there, incidents will be picked up more. Let let me indulge me for a second in my own personal grievance. Arguably, the worst incident mm-hmm. of the last two nights last was night? at Fir Park. When Nathan McGinley gets kicked in the face, his nose is burst, he's got a broken nose, it's inside the box, and nothing was given. How many calls do you think we'll get about that tonight? Mm. None. And it's not because there's an anti-motherwell agenda out there at the Scottish FA. To be honest, Gordon, you mentioned it to me before, Mm. and I've seen highlights of the game. It didn't show that, because rightly what you say, it wasn't a live televised game that lots of camera and lots of effort monies went into. It was maybe one camera there, two cameras at the game. It didn't get shown. You're right. And you've got a choice then, right? Because I don't mind explaining my bias at times. You can either shrug your shoulders and say these things happen, or you can start... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Why was that not shown? Why is that not been talking about? And this constant suspicion, Gordon, is it, it just it rolls on and, and it feels like snowball effect, and we never get away from it. Yeah, we'll never get away from it, especially when it's the big two in Scotland. Uh, I'll be tip for that. Uh, you're right, Gordon. I watched the Motherwell game last night, and uh, how that's never apparently kicked, I will never know. If that was Rangers or Celtic, we would be talking about it all night. It's not been mentioned. The lad's got a broken nose. So I think we've just got to take each individual case as it comes. We'll be sitting here waiting tomorrow to see a Yeti, see what the if he does get punished, if Celtic, um, you know, go against it. It'll be interesting to just see the stands of, of, of Celtic as well on this. Uh, me personally, on that one, I do think it was never a penalty kick and he went down too easy for me. The problem is when there's so much spotlight or even when there's... Even no news means news So the other part of that today Is that Scott Brown Will not face retrospective action After he caught Tishbola in the face That was one that we got On the phones last night um, mm. Any surprise at that one? No To be honest um, Scott Brown has had These incidences in the past uh, Against Livy Most notably um, I think we were on the show The very next night mm. Says it was a, a straight red card No doubt about it I don't think The one against Kilmarnock was though. I think that was The right decision I think he was just Putting his arm out To defend I don't think it was anything um, Like the Livingston one um, So I think that's The correct decision I agree with that I can't add uh, Very much more to that Gordon I think Matt covered it uh, perfectly well there. Yeah, we all know Scott Brown's had history before, but going in that one uh, on Tuesday night, no, I don't think it was a red card. I don't think there was anything there. So your view of it is the same? Because last night, um, and again, I, I, you can't get away from it really in this part of the world about what, uh, you know, you, you would say that, that, that sort of thing. Last night, it was interesting to see Gary Holt complete with his Kilmarnock tattoo and mm-hmm. Andy Halliday who's Andy Halliday, both saying, as as former midfielder, well, Andy's a current midfielder, saying, nah, you know, I've been there loads of times, and that's just somebody trying to get in front of someone else. Yeah, I, I don't think you have to even play the game to understand, you know, body positions, movements of arm, what's deliberate, what's not. The Livingston one, 100%, swivelled round, I, I thought there was intent in it, and, and it, it deservedly saw red. The other night, no. He's putting his arm out to feel where the opponent is, and accidentally catches him in the face, so... Right decision Well you two agree I don't, That doesn't mean everyone else will 01419511025 Thank you to Ian uh, Jamie is a Celtic fan from Mulgai Albion a Yeti Charged with simulation Oh he's disappeared Look at that Right in the, right in the, It was his big moment He was just about to step up to the plate 
No, what I was going to say, did you two just grass in the Dundee United boy to the compliance officer? Possibly. Are they going to, yeah, are they going very, to look at that? Very, very possibly. Poor guy's going that. to miss a couple of games because of you two. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for, Mark. Oh, you're going through a tough enough time. Right, we'll need to get producer Callum to try and get that call back. Uh, it's just disappeared. Um, looking forward, like I say, at some point to actually talking about the football because it was a big, uh, a big night in the last couple of nights, some big results. But we'll keep these incidents all in. In one place, if we can, and try and bring some sort of uh, some sort of structure uh, to proceedings. Don't forget, it's not only the phones; you can tweet us as well. Uh, you'll find us over there at Clyde SSB. Um, I have no idea why the calls just disappeared. I noticed a call that came in there, Mark Wilson, saying that you got a yellow for diving against Rangers in I 2010, oh, 2011. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, I need video footage of this. Oh. I tell you what, um, I think that was. Was that Ibrox? Yeah, Ibrox. And I was cut. I didn't oh, dive. Of course you would. Say I that was cut. Went down minute. in the box. In the box. I broke. On the footage of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just huh? admitted you dived five minutes ago. <laughs> I would never go down. I'm not. Me as a defender, don't like the old term "win a penalty." Who nah. was the? Who put in the alleged challenge? Um, I don't know, it may have been my old pal Papach. Great tackle. Something like that. No, I, I can't someone, someone will send us yeah. the footage, right? I think we've got Jamie back. Jamie, as a Celtic fan, Albion a Yeti charged with simulation. What do you make of that? Um, I, I kind of agree with the, the, the first call. It, it seems as if it's a bit of even up the score. Um, and like there's some witch hunt against Alfredo Morelos. But this guy has been involved in countless incidents. See, but he, here's the, here's the thing, Jamie. Right? I, how are we ever how are we ever meant to to properly debate this stuff when everyone is obsessed with witch hunts and conspiracy theories? I'm asking you, do you think a yeti deserves his ban for diving? And you're about to go on a big rant about Morelos. Uh, do I think that he's no? Probably not, because it won't be like they say. It won't be the first person that's kind of close contact for a defender and, and went down. No. Strikers, strikers do that. Uh, Andy Walker used to make a living for it. Mm-hmm. So the, the the likes of uh, are we going to look at every single penalty now um, to see retrospectively whether he dived or whether it was a genuine penalty? And if they think that they dived, in their opinion, uh, to be to be look at it and ban people and mm-hmm. it, it's just getting. It just seems to be because of the 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 Morelos incidents that. They have to do something to somebody else to even up the score. I, I get the theory, right? Because you're now the second caller that's mentioned it, and I'm sure social media is awash with that sort of stuff. But if, if we take a step back and we take a breath, which is not not popular always in these debates, Jimmy, you would admit that you have absolutely no proof, not even the slightest shred of proof that that's the case. That what's the case? The the the, the, the ban has got anything to do with Alfredo Morelos? No, but I, I, I've never seen I've never seen a penalty kind of retrospectively looked at again. But I just told you it happened to Darren Adi and Jordan Jones in the last couple of seasons. But we don't remember them because we're selective. Everybody does it. Well, I can't remember them. Um, it just seems to be that the timing of this is because there's been a lot of um, uproar about the, mm-hmm. the kind of treatment of, yeah. of Morelos okay then so if it's on the timing so say because by the way remember this went to a panel of three referees should they have said let's not do them because of the timing of this that would be even weirder would it not 
I suppose so. But like you say, there's only been two in the last how many seasons. And I, I've seen a lot of controversial penalties since then. And none of them have mm. been brought up. So it just seems that it, it's the timing of everything. Um, that we have to go out and do something to somebody else to take the attention away from... Uh, the the treatment Alfredo Morelos is allegedly getting just now, but for me he's 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 a victim of his own um, misdemeanours. To be fair, Jamie admitted that he has absolutely no proof of that that it's got anything to do with Alfredo Morelos. But I hold my hands up and say that Jamie won't be alone. We will be, because unfortunately, unfortunately, this is our this is our currency here. But what's interesting is you both think that Ayeti dived. And you're not even thinking about Alfredo Morelos. So if you two were on the panel of three former referees and you found a third pal who agreed, then it would be. But we, we stopped accepting simple judgment calls a long time ago by the seems by the look of things. Yeah, it seems that way. Um I think it's it's gonna go on for a long time. Uh, there seems to be a little flurry of these um incidences just now that bring up total points that are lasting longer than they should. And the biggest thing for me is And I will touch on Morelos Morelos twice was guilty A Yeti In my eyes was guilty There in black and white The three referees judged it And there you go That was the decision The argument of course McGregor But Was it the exact same Who knows It is contentious But we will Keep getting them Throughout the season And it's a tough job I don't think I really don't think We'll change the system I think the um, The governing body Will stick to this system Thank you to Jamie We'll hear from Gary McAllister and Callum Davidson uh, After the travel We might try and talk a little bit about the football But I know this is popular stuff So if you want to keep your calls coming in Be my guest You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here on a Thursday night. It's, oh, it's all very serious, isn't it? Thursday nights not don't tend to be this way, but there's a lot there's a lot of tension in the air. I can feel people are wanting an argument tonight, which is fine. But usually you two are a bit more sort of blame that compliance officer person. Tension in the air in this studio. Mm-hmm. It is roasting again. When are you going to learn to not turn up with a big stupid jumper on? Ah, but we don't know who's going to be stuck in this yeah. box. Having said that, there um there is obviously one. There's, there's one fo- Scottish football story That's bigger than all of this stuff We'll need to get to that later on What's that? So? I think you know what one I'm talking about But we'll leave it there That's fine I'll, I'll give you a couple of minutes to figure it out But we'll deal with that later on Forget your compliance officer Your 23 point gap That's that's not the story In Scottish football at the moment We'll, we'll, we'll get to that a bit later on <laughs> Yeah um, I'll get an idea If you two promise to behave John <laughs> Is a Rangers fan From Cambus Lang Now I know there was also Probably There was a disciplinary Talking point in that game as well So we'll get to it But Just Keep a young man happy Let's talk about football Just for a wee minute John and Cambus Lang How important was the win last night What did you make of it? Uh, it was very important In the Concedo season Games like that When you like the one nulls We've had quite a few uh, one nulls I've been winning by one goal The last few weeks Perhaps it's maybe The Ross County game But the guy the last few weeks has, has stepped up for me is Benanis Hadji with the important goal against Hibs uh, the 1-0 important goal last night and just his all-round contribution because at the start of the season I was like when they first I was like I don't know everybody, everyone was signed so far has looked really good but Hadji's no I was still on the fence and a lot of Rangers fans I spoke to but he's come back into the team still young boy still 22 
and he's really stepped up the last few weeks when it's mattered. But we've probably been under under par for our performance at the start of the season, uh, and I'm really, really pleased for him because he's quite, he's come to our country and he's he's had another couple of moves that maybe no move uh, worked out for him, but maybe he's found his feet at Rangers and. When the fans get back into the stadium, they're going to love them for, for what it brings yeah. to the team. And I've got another wee point after that. Right. Right yep. well, let's start with the goal last night. Then, before we talk bigger picture, Gordon, um, what did you make of it? What did you make of the performance and Yanis Hadji's part in it? Well, I, I, people will look at it and think, right, one nil. It was below uh, par performance for Rangers. It wasn't, Gordon. I thought that Rangers should have been out of sight in the first half. They missed glaring chances. Ken. Golson, Tavernier, to name but three. Uh, but then when they needed that goal, Hadji produced it and it was a super goal. Uh, he used the defenders to, to make sure the goalkeeper didn't see it coming and he puts it in the, 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 the corner. But uh, I think the difference with Hadji's confidence, I think he's playing with a lot of confidence. He knows it in that position just now, Rangers have got great competition. And I think he's I think he's taking that challenge on. And I think that Steven Gerrard will be really impressed with his performances. I thought he was excellent last night, I've got to say. Yeah, got got to agree. Um since the turn of the year, I think he's been excellent. Must say I wasn't really that impressed with him at the, the start of the season, but the good thing for Steven Gerrard and Rangers that is mm. that he had other players in that position that did the job. And when they've either been injured or came off the boil a wee bit He's certainly taken up the mantle And I've played in games like that last night Gordon Where they're stuffy And you just think Those chances aren't going to fall for you The easy ones aren't going to go in And you need your creative players To pull you out of a hole And that's what you expect from a guy At the top end of the pitch That came in for You know Top money He's an exciting talent And he's starting to show it now Do do you sometimes get players like this Who even when Because I think you're right I think most people would agree That the performance level wasn't there But whether it's fortunately for him or credit to him, the numbers kind of stayed. You know, he actually was still producing yeah. assists and having, you know, having a decisive contribution in matches. Is that does that then allow you to not get too down, not let the confidence go? Because you can build a case for yourself and say, well, you know, he's still he's still assisting, he's still creating, he's still chipping in with a goal, and then the, and then the overall levels come back. Yeah, I think at big clubs like Rangers, where there's analysts and there's a big backroom team to to go and put their arm around them and say listen look at your numbers look what you're creating and that's you not playing at the top of your game that picture spirits up and you know you just keep you keep churning out those assists time time again and then the overall performance will come and I think that's what you're getting from Haji he was assisting he was getting the odd goal but now you're getting much more of a performance for longer periods in games uh, yeah, Gary McAllister was in media duties last night he says Yanis Haji won the game with a special goal he did Reserve some praise for St Johnston and their efforts It was a 100th win in charge for Stephen Gerrard McAllister says though it all comes down to teamwork At periods of the game we played some good stuff We created good chances Probably weren't as clinical as we'd like to be I think you could see uh, reasons why St Johnston are, are doing pretty well And in a good run Find themselves in a cup final Very well drilled You know Their organisation was excellent You know and come come the end of the game They, they, they threw some forwards at it And, and tried, to, tried to get a result So it was tough in periods of the game, but I thought I thought we edged it, and I thought I thought it was a special goal that that, that separated the two teams. Giannis was I thought he was excellent on the night. It was a nice goal. Yeah, I, th- I think there's there's uh, we're we're getting close to loads of loads of records and lo- and and his and the stats and his win percentage. I don't need to tell you guys it's, it's extremely high. It shows the level of job that he's produced here. But he'll say and I'll say it, and the players will say it's it's been a bit 
everybody. You know, it's it's not it's not just Stephen won't won't be taking the the acclaim for that. It'll, it'll be a team effort. You uh, know, and it's credit to everybody who's been on this journey. John, I know you said you had another point. Do you want to fire on with that one? Yeah, first of all, I meant to say even Gordon, Gordon, Mark. It's not like we have. Uh, I don't do, mind do my don't, don't worry about that. Do you know, we we don't mind that at all. See if anyone wants mm. to go straight into their point, we are more than happy. Don't uh, worry about that at all. Uh, <laughs> just I thought I was Gordon. Sorry, uh, I feel as if Rangers. One thing that maybe no been touched in this season is the first couple of seasons under Steve Gerrard. We brought in players, but we've had to bring a lot of warm players in as well. It seemed to be like first couple of seasons. It was like in the contract to get two players for Liverpool. Each season, which one of them worked out with Ryan Kent, but this season we've got Sungu in loan, and that's the only one. And I think we're benefiting for players that are there at the, at the club who know what the club's about, they're bedded into the club, and uh, it's no players that are sometimes loan players can work out, no work out. But I feel this season, because there's players that are on two, three year contracts, and they're there, they're playing and they're settled. Whereas I think some contracts where they had to play players a certain amount of games or they could get fined by the other club or they take them back. But this season, we've only got Sungu. He's done all right. I don't know if he's going to be the answer. He's, he's not really had a run, but I feel as if this season we've got players that are permanent contract, and that's a good thing, I think, for a team. I don't know what he's think. Yeah, I do agree. Uh, I think he's building a good squad there. I think that uh, probably since the summer, his transfer window summer and this transfer window in January, well, I know, I know it's February, but January's transfer window, I think uh, has been very good for Rangers. I think they're planning ahead. They're bringing in the right type. They're bringing in probably the right age. Uh, they're going to try and develop them probably, get some money in as well, because that's all part and parcel of being a, a you know a club like Rangers and a manager. Um, so I think transfer-wise, uh, recruitment-wise, has been very good for Rangers. I don't blame Stephen Gerrard when he come up to Scotland the first and used the loan system. That's what it's there for. There's no point committing yourself to players and then finding out, you know, after six months or four months of not settled into Scottish football, not settled into a club, you know, they're not what you actually thought they were going to give you, and then you're stuck with them on two, three-year contracts. So you've got to use the system wisely And I think Rangers have done that And credit to Rangers Mark And that combined You know their great form Celtic's lack of it Means we're in a situation where Games don't really have massive moments at the moment You know had Rangers drawn last night Would it have been the end of the world? No But still at both ends Alan McGregor has to, to pull off a great save as well Keeps the clean sheet intact So you know there's there a number of things to to take away from the games at the moment Yeah well Their consistency is remarkable You've got to say I, I keep touching on it every single week And I sound like a, a broken record here With the clean sheets But no matter where they play Away at Easter Road last last week A clean sheet At home to a stuffy St Johnson side With a different formation Another clean sheet Rely on your goalie to make a save Relied on probably Hillander last week Who was outstanding to make some crucial interceptions it's just the same week after week for Rangers And you've got to say It is remarkable what they're churning out I mean it might not be eye-catching Every single week But if you get the job done Come when six games time Mid-March I don't think many Rangers fans will, will care If it's eye-catching Right good man John Pleasure to speak to you Let's bring in Derek Who is in Kilbarkin Derek I know you're on about Yanis Hadji as well So if you don't mind Let, let me kick off by asking you something Because Lots of Rangers fans very happy with his con contribution recently. I think it was Andy Halliday on the show not too long ago said that 
still when it gets to the big games he's the one that will drop out is that is that going to change anytime soon Hi, good evening uh, Gordon Gordon Mark uh, thanks for taking my call um, I think it needs to change because I think Hadji when he's came in now he's proved that he is the man for the big occasion he scored the winner against Hibs before Christmas scored a fantastic goal last night I thought it was a, an excellent finish and even scoring a second goal against St Johnson as well was crucial the away game there you know I think he's proved that he can be a massive player and he needs to start in big games to me I think it, it'll be difficult to drop him that, that's certainly my who, opinion who would you leave out Derek then if it came to a big oh. game tomorrow because the problem I think for Hadji is he's got so much competition in that area I know you know I you've know. got some real mm-hmm. top class players in there performing week in week out and I, I think I've got. I think Hadji's a, a a very good good talent. I really do. I think he'll only get better. But the question mark for Stephen, and it's a great headache to have. Who would yeah. you leave out if you were going to say, well, he's got to play in the big games? That's why Stephen Gerrard's the manager. I'm not. But um, <laughs> it's so difficult. What, what I would say as well, just quite wise. I was not impressed with Ruth last night. No talking about the tackle. Just overall, I, I don't think he, he suits that type of you know number nine. I, I just don't think he. He was, you know, he was losing. He just wasn't holding the ball up, and he wasn't. I don't think he's that kind of player, to be fair. And there may be some occasions that he could potentially bring it in and, and, and start Hadji and leave. I don't know. It's a great conundrum to have. To yeah, be fair, Roof was obviously he was he was kind of the, the man for a while, wasn't he? Um, but then was coming off a side a little bit more. Yeah, I think I, th- I do agree with Derek. I watched him last night, Gordon. Yeah, could that be a bit of rust though, as well? As, of course, of course. Implicitly, what's could... most likely then, rust or different position? Different I job? I think he's better coming off a side. I think he's better making his runs, seeing the game. Uh, I don't think he's the best with his back to the goal like Morelos. Morelos loves that. He loves that challenge. He loves to know that centre halves are there and loves the battle. Rust's not that tight tight player. He likes to make runs off a defenders. Uh, I watched him last night It could be the case that he just had You know, not the best game in the world We all have them um, But I, you know, people going about Rangers I watched the game last night I thought Rangers should have been well out of sight by half time I know the scoreline suggests And credit St Johnston I think last 10-15 minutes mm. They threw quite a lot at Rangers But Rangers had too much for them But it's just a case of there's so much competition in these places because people can come on and say, yeah, Hadji should be starting every week. And I've got to say, every time he's playing now, he's obviously putting a, a bit of thought into Steven Gerrard's head by saying, look, I'm producing. And Mark touched on it there. The one thing you can add to your game is goals. Nothing better for a, for a sort of midfield player just playing off the front that can start scoring important goals. So, yeah, it's going to be mm. important to see what Stephen Gerrard does with him over the next couple of weeks. Hey, go on then, Derek. You brought him up. What about Kamar Roof's yellow card? Yeah, well, you know what? It was very refreshing to see Callum Davidson coming out and saying that um, there was no malice in the tackle and as far as he was concerned, it was a yellow. And I completely agree with that. I think... Um, he failed to control the ball and maybe got a wee bit angry, fair enough, but he, he did put his foot on, you know, over the ball and, and went through him. It was a bad tackle. It was dealt with at the time by the referee. Yellow card, and as far as I'm concerned, that should be the end of it it's, for me. Um, and Callum Davison, fair play to him. He came out and says, no malice, and uh, it was really well well done in his part as well. I would like to say that because for an opposing manager, I, I think that was very, very fair. It was a fair comment. Yeah, I heard those comments as well. I suppose the... The difficulty might be I don't know The difficulty might be For Kamar Roof Whether there's Malice in it Or whether he's 
that type of player Or whether he was trying to control the ball All absolutely might be true It doesn't really mention those things in the rules So No Was it a red card, Derek? Or should it have been, sorry I mean, no malice in it May may be the case And not that kind of player You're right he, He might be a quiet lad who doesn't tackle But It is a red card all day long I know when you slow things down It looks much worse But even in real time Where he catches Murray Davidson High It's reckless He loses the ball He gets it all wrong And it is a red card I don't know how anyone can look at that And say it's a yellow card That's the thing Gordon I don't know what what people are I don't know what what Callum Davidson is anticipating Or what Derek on the line is anticipating You're you're allowed to think it's a red card Without thinking that it was malicious And without thinking that Kamar Roof's a nasty player or, Or whatever well I don't think first and foremost that that's Ruth's sort of a game I don't think he's that kind of player Gordon Um, But last night watching Mm. that I totally agree it's a red card for me Who is that kind of player though? See that saying he's not that kind of player Who is that kind of player? Who goes about trying to tackle people on the shin? It doesn't really really matter who who is or who isn't We we, we can all argue with the the no malice I do Mm. agree with that But He's, he's out of control with it And that could have led to a real Damaging injury again, again, though, see, 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 see even that That side of it doesn't really interest me personally Because I know Davidson went off But I think it was actually a knock on his other leg That they yeah, went off with later no. on um, so, Derek let's Let's remind ourselves of the rule right Because Gordon and Mark both think it was a red So let's test them out and, and see, see, what, see What they think So serious foul play A tackle or a challenge that endangers the safety of an opponent or uses excessive force or brutality must be sanctioned as serious foul play. So you two clearly think that comes yes. into that. Uh, yeah, I think it endangers the, the safety of play. Yeah. By that definition, Derek, still sticking with a yellow? I'm sticking with yellow all day long. Gordon, yes. I don't think I'll change your mind. Derek and Kobarkin, thank you very much. 01419511025. Forget Kamal Roof. Forget 23-point gap. Forget Morelos and consistency and witch hunts and a yeti and diving and all the rest of it. There's only one big story that deserves coverage in Scottish That's football, just... and it's coming up next. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL is here Mark Wilson is here as well They're all both waiting for your calls 01419511025 I did say before the break That we were going to talk about The most important story in Scottish football By a distance After the break Told you to forget absolutely everything else Because this one is the top of the lot It's got everyone talking It's It's got everyone debating If people were allowed in the offices This would be the chat around the water cooler In places of work all around the country I have no doubt have you ever had to go away for a jobby at half time and miss the start of the second half? That's the question on everybody's lips. I should also point out that I was promised by the boss uh, one use of that word. Yeah. So so don't repeat it, right? That's as I've been told. One, one use of the word and then it's done because I know it's not everyone's uh, cup of tea. That's the weirdest <laughs> phrase ever. You've um, just put people over, didn't you? And I know it's dinner time. So I'll say it once. Uh-huh. I won't repeat it. <laughs> but the story still exists You've all seen it Poor uh, Bobby Bullock Who by the way I, I've never met I am unaware of his work It's a great um, name as well but... Well if you see him He's three stone lighter Stop it Seriously <laughs> You two uh, um, He uttered the line On Hamilton's TV coverage Last night The club did not find it funny And this person Will not be used Again Oh, oh it's the, the greatest club. piece of commentary 
I've heard in a long time I listened to it this morning Poor Bobby Bobby away for Stop it You can't I told you one use One use of the word You caught me I was going to say it Do you know what's even more ridiculous Is I've seen all sorts of this. I even saw a debate on Twitter today As to how do you actually spell that word Does it have a Y Or an I And then I don't know Oh that's a good one Personal preference I would always go with a Y Would you Siri why would you even bother spelling it Move well, on. In, in instances Toilet. like this, when, when we have to, if you were, do you know what's funny? <laughs> I, I, I thought I kind of knew everything about him because I spend way too much time with him. But I've, I have learned something new. And you're, you've got Hamilton Aki's back. You actually hate this type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> detest. I can't do toilet talk. I, I really, I Why? don't know. I don't know. I just absolutely hate it. Not being funny, right? But without without telling without telling tales to, but some of the things I've heard you say in the years that I've known you, and that offends you. Yeah, yeah, That's I'm, strange. Not, I'm not a great, it's very, very strange. strange. I, I, I don't because like, someone looking at you wouldn't think that you hate things like that. No, no, no but, disrespect. But I just don't understand why people advertise they're going to the toilet. Just go to the toilet and shut up. Well, it was just a wee joke, clearly. You know, you know what I mean? Obviously, <laughs> a, a sense. You can't uh, hold which, you can't um, hold what's not in your hand. I understand that, but <laughs> but you know, but Bobby should have just kept that private. Bobby's been saying quotes today. She's been interviewed. <laughs> 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 on GMTV. I, I tried to get him on, but his agents were charging a fortune because he's everywhere. Um, <laughs> he's in the toilet. A sense of humour is important during these difficult times. Ah, oh, I can. I think, do you know? You've got to laugh now in days, Gordon. But you're not having that. You, that I'm crosses not... the line for you. Hold on, yeah. you can't be sacked for that. I mean, yeah. what did they have? A thousand people watching. A wee bit of humour. You know, the game. <sighs> the game wasn't the best game in the world. I right. don't mind that. So for you Bobby. start talking about Stop what you, you achieved at the toilet. Well, so I, when I, we dry up of things to say in this show, well, <laughs> thank God we've got the compliance officer and things to chat about. <laughs> Otherwise, Daz can they uh, really stomach this show? I was going to say, I think we're a bit uh, short on time. <laughs> so, but maybe we could revisit this at the weekend. Yeah, you know when we've got a bit when we've got the the, the full panel involved. Definitely get him on, and we'll maybe get Bobby on, and we'll we'll have a bit of a, a serious debate, serious analysis of of what's happened. Uh-huh. You you're not invited. You don't like it. I don't know. No, I can do. I'm, so I'm already going in my head. Like, as in, like seriously, makes you feel like un- unwell. Uh, terrible. I I I hate anybody tell me they're going to the toilet to for a, a right, wee, know, a, you know, know a wee RM. I can't stomach that. <laughs> I, 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 I you hate, hate people saying I, they're um, going to the toilet. Yeah, um, Why? I see people advertise it. Just go. You know, it's private. It's, I just don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I don't yeah, like strange. it. Very strange right. Very very strange um, Did they take a programme with him? <laughs> <sighs> Honestly right Let's bring in David who's a Celtic fan On the line David I, I hope you're going to bring us back to normality I, I don't know I'm, I'm going to fade you up nervously I don't know what you're about to say here Yeah yeah hi dog um, Good evening um, With uh, two gods and Mark Hi Um Hi there. I've, I've got, got a couple of things. I was on it the, the, the weekend to discuss Celtic in regards to the players, you know, um, who I thought, you know, have chopped it. Um, although the weekend, you know, the, the victory during the week at Comalit, it was a win, it was a clean sheet. Again, it was a changed team. Um, but uh, just before I go into that, I'd, I'd like to say, just a, it was a wee mention about Bobby Bullock, the um, Hamilton Aki's, you know, commentator. 
obviously, you know, it's a shame for the guy, you know, he's lost his job, but maybe it's a load off his mind. Stop it Stop it honestly <laughs> I thought we were actually Going to do serious analysis Of that situation Oh magnificent oh, David David Wright I'll let you off with that one um, What's your <laughs> Serious point Thanks uh, No I know I know. I mean obviously The guy, the guy couldn't hold it in So it, you Stop know, it Stop it right, <laughs> Matt, Matt, I've got a three strike policy One more and you're gone Talk to me about your Keep team Keep on coming David uh, <laughs> No 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 Thanks guys Um uh, oh, oh, it's just that, yeah, that, that was the way that was, that's what happened. But um, I, I was on um, to talk about the performances and I, I, quite a discussion about how I thought Celtic players had chopped it. And, and then talk, talking to my you know, Celtic friends, uh, supporters, colleagues, um, and saying, right, okay, well, I'm back to my ways. It's a clean sheet. I went against Kilmarnock. And, I, you know, one swallow doesn't make a summer. And, and I think it's just papering over the cracks. And we're going to continue just to limp. Uh, you know what, what happens? You know against Motherwell in the next game, if we start again, if we draw, or it's a poor performance, and you know there's not see nothing engage you that you think right towards the end of the season. The league, the league is as much as it pains me to say it. As I said when I called it at the weekend, uh, to me it's done. Um, it's done. You know uh, six wins for Rangers, um, and that's it now. And but there's been no, there's been nothing, and I, I said before, it's a bit the full running the club. But if, if I want to point the team in terms of the the the, the first team squad, you know what, we're, we're changing the goalie all the time. We've we've not had a settled back three or a back four all season. It's whether it's been to injuries, suspensions, players out of form. It's been mix and match. Midfield has been changed. It's been one up top, two up top. You know, three guys wide. Here's, here's the thing, though, David. Right? It, I wonder if we can afford a little bit of sympathy. I know it's not been popular, but but either for Neil Lennon or for the Celtic players or whoever, because what what else can they do now other than just try and win games? And then they, you know, they go and win a game, and you understandably will point out, ah, it's just papering over the cracks. You know, the, the damage is already done, but. Short of kind of getting in the time machine and going back and and writing all the wrongs, what else are they supposed to do now? Can we not just give them a little bit of? I don't even know if credit's the right word, but just accept that that's about all they can do just now is just try and win these games. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, they, 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 that's that's all that can be done, and to try and close the points gap and make it, you know, close the gap, and make it look a bit more satisfactory towards the end of the season. I'm not critical, or you know. Want to be critical of our team As I said on Saturday When I called I've been through Horrendous times um, I've seen it all uh, I've seen it all And I've You know You take the good with the bad And you've got to Keep supporting the team Which I do But I just think It's sticking a plaster It's sticking a plaster On the goalkeeper Okay that's not working Change the goalie Right okay What we'll do is We'll just change the centre backs And it's just running its course And it's running its course And it'll run to the end of the season And then there'll be an outcome And yeah you want your team winning games I want my team win all the time Home away, Europe, Europe home away. So, but you know, I, I just think that the way it's been dealt with as the club is overall, it's it's just turned into a, a complete rut, and you can see it. All right, David, if you don't mind me stopping you, I'm running pretty late, but you make a lot of interesting points. So let me just put them to Mark, get you an answer. And yeah, this. listen, can't argue what David's saying there. Um, nothing at all has been settled at Celtic this season, whether that be the players on the pitch, the formation chosen. Uh, by the manager, the coaching team, the goalkeepers, the signings, um, nothing 
from top to bottom it's it's been all over the place and he's right papering over the cracks well the cracks are probably too big now to paper over you're right Gordon though all Celtic can do is keep on winning games and David's point is correct as well to make the points difference at the end of the season more respectable when they look back at it David thank you very much Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Oh dear, some of the tweets that are coming in Not great, not great I must admit About uh, Bobby? Uh, yes Yes um, It's Beat the Pundit time There will be no questions about that and Beat the Pundit I promise you 0141 951 1025 Be quick, the lines close at 7 And if you get through, you take on Mark or Gordon And you try and win a sign ball It's that simple Beat the Pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Do you know who might as well be here? Black Arthur, right? Because he's the hardest working guy in radio We don't even pay him I don't even know who he is He's just become this cult figure in the show And he keeps tweeting in to tell us all about your performance, your statistics on Beat the Pundit And he's even He's gone to the trouble He's, he's coming up with ideas for the show <laughs> Producer Callum I think he's after your job It's the type of thing you're meant to do by the way um, Black Arthur says How about this An end of year Beat the Pundit competition To be played in December The top eight pundits square off For the US of Arab Cup And he's, he's got he's got the kind of brackets You know all written out Quarter finals Semi finals Final oh. He's got DLV Wilson As yes. one of his ties Halliday v Duffy Ray v Hannah You know going on to Aye. the quarters And the semi I'm, 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 I quite like the sound of that I must be climbing the table I've started producing again I'm not at the bottom am I? Um, yeah I think I think no. percent Win percentage you will be yeah I'm like your Premier League team Coming you've, in against a non-league side once. In the first round you've If I'm playing played, DL You've only played once 100% Yeah listen You won one game oh, right, 100% anyway, okay. That was me and you done it breaking Let's move on Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. I love the honesty here, right? Jordan in Milton has been on the phone and it says on my wee screen here uh, that Jordan was feeling confident until he got through on the phone. Oh, then the ball starts to light those ones. Oh, Jordan. Jordan, is that accurate? That is accurate, aye. <laughs> On it, that's what people oh. people message me all the time saying ah, I hammered him tonight. I'd have been brilliant, oh, but I'm too scared to phone. Is it? Is it I DM'd you in Twitter the other week and thought I was confident, but then no. Oh, you're one you of know. them, right? Okay, oh, right. Well, yeah. to be fair, you're not up against much on a Thursday night. Let's no. be honest. I know it's Matt Wilson and Gondell. I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay, Jordan. Let's see how you do Let's see how you turn it. People Jordan. listening, Jordan. Heads. It's Mark Wilson. Hundred percent record this one, calendar one, year. One. It's a fact um, Tails DL, is DL on a roll And it's Tails again I've, I've got something wrong with me I Come just, on Jordan every night You're happy with that though Jordan surely Aye I, I should be anyway <laughs> You're balling Jordan <laughs> Thank you to thousands of people listening Jordan Right I'm going to give Gordon Aye, My DL. dad's going to listening Oh it's oh, oh, even worse Can you get put up for adoption Right uh, I'll give you Clyde 2 to listen to Gordon which reminds me, right, reminds me over the weekend to tell you about another unbelievable misheard song lyric I heard from him, Mark Wilson. Please remind me, right? Yeah, okay. I'm too busy to enjoy There's so much nonsense that I've got. Oh, this is top draw. Right. <laughs> anyway, he's listening to Clyde 2. Jordan, 30 seconds up against Gordon, and you can pass. That's all you need to know. You ready? No bar. Let's go. It. 30 seconds starts now. Who scored the only goal at Ibrooks last night? Yanis Hadji Alphabetically Which Scottish Premiership club Is last Oh 
St Mirren Lionel Nessie is which Scottish Championship team's mascot? A broth How many goals did Dunfermline score last night? Four Who's the only current Celtic player with an X in his name? Um, pass Which English Premier League team does Liam Cooper play for? Sheffield United Okay let's bring Gordon back Gordon can you hear us? Uh, yeah 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 You can? Yes Helps if I put your mic on Yes 30 seconds on the clock Same set of questions to you Time starts now Who scored the only goal at Ibrooks last night? Thank you Alphabetically which Scottish Premiership club is last? Last? Uh, St Johnson Lionel Nessie is the champion. Which Scottish Championship team's mascot? Pass. How many goals did Dunfermline score last night? Four. Who is the only Celtic player currently with an X in his name? Oh, Xavi. Don't know. Which English Premier League team does Liam Cooper play for? Leeds. And who is the only Dutch player that Motherwell have? Dutch. Van. This will be good. Come on. Van. Christopher Van Long. Van the, ha- Van the man right, okay. Don't know Jordan how do you think it went? I thought I'd done bad there But then I heard Gordon's answers And I thought I'm actually right <laughs> Can I give you my honest assessment Of your performance Jordan? I thought you were not bad But I think you were nervous And I think you know which ones you got wrong As a result of that I said it right away yeah, So let's, let's go Aye. through them uh, Who scored the only goal Dutch. at Ibrox last night? Hadji Well done One all Alphabetically Which Scottish Premiership club is last? It's St Mirren Oh, he didn't get that, did he? He did get it. Yeah, he knows his oh, alphabet. Oh, his dad's shouting all the stairs. He knows Jordan. his alphabet, does John. <laughs> See, before that, that wasn't too bad from you. Like, you know, close. But yeah, not close I'm enough. delighted with that. Both of you, to be fair, Jordan, see if he had produced this, I would have slaughtered them. It just shows you I'll go a bit more gentle on you on the phone. Lionel Nessie is which championship team's mascot? Inverness. The clue is in the name. It's not our bro. To be, I know our broth are near the sea, nah, but, but nah, that's never tenuous. Oh, Nessie, I'm saying Lionel Messi. I'm thinking Barcelona. Oh, ah. so did I. I said Messi. <laughs> no, you said Messi. Yeah, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. As ridiculous as that is, why on earth would a Scottish Championship team's mascot be called Lionel Messi? Well, why on like, earth seriously? is Jordan the same as me then? I thought Lionel Messi, you said. So you think somebody has a mascot in the Championship well, called Lionel Messi? Well, that's why I passed, because I anyway, didn't right, know. Okay. How many goals did Dunfermline score for? You both got it, so Jordan oh, stays beat. one in front. I'm surprised none of you got Diego Laxalt with the X in his name. Oh, aye. Oh, I okay after it. Your um, dad didn't get that one, Jordan. No, he did not. Which Premier League team does Liam Cooper play for? It's Leeds. So Gordon got that, which means it's a tie. I thought I thought we had a winner, but it's not. It's a tie. It's Sherwin Seedorf. Come on, ah! distant, distant, distant second cousin or something of, uh, of Dutch legend. Oh, I'm no good at these, Jordan. Dreadful standard. That's all right. No. Right, Right, Jordan, here's the deal Going to give you the question I'll get Gordon DL to write his answer down And I'll then invite you to give me your attempt, okay? Right, good man The question is this How many club and international games Has Stevie Clark managed in total? How many club and international games Has Stevie Clark managed in total? Gordon DL just keeps staring at me Right, quick, get him Write your answer Show me, I need to see it Right, okay Jordan Hurry up, Jordan 197 oh, <laughs> <Jordan>. So specific <laughs> Why not? He has to be specific What's the chances of it being a nice round number? Mm. Do you think you've done them? 100% done them Yeah? Yeah Seriously? Yeah Okay 
Jordan says 197 No I'm not too sure now Gordon, <laughs> Gordon said 370 <laughs> The answer is 209 The ball is on its way to Jordan Jordan Okay you'll get staying up late the night Jordan's your dad, dad's so going right. mental Banging <laughs> the ceiling I'm going to fuck tomorrow for that <laughs> Yeah I'll fuck tomorrow are you oh, right. oh, My heart's actually <laughs> staying off work tomorrow for that mate. Uh, what, do you, what do you do Jordan? I'm a roofer Right, well, be safe. Don't get don't get too yeah. happy up there. Seriously, Jordan's going to be booting that sign ball around the roofs of Glasgow in the West. Bro, well, well done. Well oh, he's staying off work. Work. Oh, I thought he said something else. Huh? I cannot believe he's beat me. He's homeless. Yeah, I panicked there a little bit as well. I must admit. Well done, oh, Jordan. Many, many did Stevie Clark. Two oh nine. Yeah, he's not managed that long. You said three hundred and seventy. You're miles out. Aye. I was just, I was talking about games played. Why? I don't know Lionel Messi was the one you messed up oh, Gordon Behaviour like yeah, that You nah, said Messi got, Gordon I, I heard you loud and clear Thank you Away over that. here I'd have got that Inverness <laughs> Well done <laughs> So instead yeah, well you done. thought that someone in the championship's mascot was called so La- so Lionel Messi Jordan, Like a wee, a wee guy <laughs> dressed up as Lionel Messi with a Barcelona strip on You thought that was the mascot of a championship team in Scotland No I didn't because I passed <sighs> What am I working with you? Right, give us a call 01419511025 Why did Jordan say our bro though? If he thought it was messy What is Mark, I get beat with him Shush. I know I'm uh, homeless Quite poor uh, Where is he in that table now? He must oh, be Is he rock bottom? Yeah, no, I'm not Because I won the other night Yeah, but your win percentage is horrendous in 2021 You actually used to be alright at this I used to defend you to people People would say DL's so daft I would say he is But do you know what? Beat the pun that he's not bad. But since Black Arthur started that table, I've, I've, all over the place. People used to say Dale's so daft. I, I, I honestly, I've had a Dubai trip. I, I'm, I am sure I've been to Dubai as well. Mm. I've had a, I've had a terrible start to the the, the year with us. Here's a wee, here's a wee bonus quiz question for you. You can't remember anything about your career, so this this will mm. be good. Twelve weeks ago, exactly today, tonight, twelve weeks ago. What what were we doing? Scotland game Must have been Scotland Serbia oh, Well remembered You'd never get that would you No No, no 12 no. weeks ago Is that 12, right Yeah what? 12 weeks ago right And it got us thinking right Bit weird I know But I just wonder Take a wee look at your Facebook Take a wee look at your Instagram right Scroll through See if anyone is announcing Their pregnancy at the moment Well hold on oh, there's, a very good ch- there's a very good chance right That it was David Marshall inspired That's all I'm saying Because it's, tw- it's 12 weeks Yeah That's exactly 12 weeks ago So I want all of you To do some research On our behalf Scroll through your social media feeds And see anyone who's posting The old scan picture Oh can't wait Oh congratulations yeah, We know what point. you've been up to Yeah We know what you've been doing And even better If you're brave enough And you want to come on the show And talk about it And admit that it was David Marshall inspired Then, then great Never even, mind even David Marshall We might have been on the background While oh things were getting God. underway that's, You know that's Never mind Marshall point. The three us That is yeah. a valid point Ooh. I mean now listen It had dulcet tones there It did yeah. Because yeah. this is the thing <laughs> Barry White For, Well funnily enough I've got some clips of us On that night Near misses Glorious failures Sheer embarrassments We have done the lot is that the Scotland game Or am I rating your performance I don't know Here's another one <laughs> Take your hat off to him He got his tactics spot on Away from home as well Odds against us 
How many times do we overcome that situation? We've just not done it in years. But from the start, you've got to say the confidence grew rather than watching through the sidelines. Oh my goodness, that was exhausting. Exhausting <laughs> <laughs> watching from the sidelines. Oh, not left you out either. Oh no, no. Surely you're not going to turn that round. <laughs> I'm putting oh, your mic off You two cannot yeah. be trusted To deal with that No Right so seriously right Get Do it for me Bit of research Team effort here Let's expose these people If they're announcing Their pregnancy at the moment 12 weeks scan Chances are David Marshall inspired We want them on the show So let's do it uh, Let's see what we can find <laughs> I liked yours Daz That was a good thing <laughs> oh, I'm sure you've said that to me A few times Right plenty uh, I think we're going to get James in Port Glasgow on the line Yeah So 1419511025 Let's bring in James James As a Celtic fan What's on your mind tonight? Good evening Gordon Gordon Mark Hi um, Listen I've got a few points The first one's today Be Jeremy From Pong's transfer Go back six months ago New Lennon came out After the seventh last game And says Several players want to leave you, We all know who they were Listen Edward Aya And then Sham Now about a fortnight later, Sham's agent came on and so did Ayers and asked for a valuation of the players. How can Jeremy Finpong, now this is Neil Lennon's words, he said on Saturday after the game against St Martin, he says, um, eight weeks ago, Jeremy Finpong asked to leave and we said to him, listen, we'll give you a better deal, stay ways. The answer was, I don't want to play for you. How can he get away after eight weeks and Jeremy, uh, the other players, and he's come out in the news, and Sham's been wanting to for two years. Two years! So how can Frimpong get his wish in eight months, uh, eight weeks, and the other players can't get it? That's the bit I don't get. Well, what has he got that the other three players Maybe the valuation. Um, it just suited Celtic. It just suited Celtic at the time. They looked at the the value for money, bring them in for around about 300000 um, you know he's got a lot of games to play appearances and a lot of add-ons. It could it could get them a real good profit. Um, maybe the valuation of that. Maybe people have tested the water and probably have. With the likes of Edward and Celtic are holding out for for more money. So there could be a lot of a lot of answers to that question. Is it not the case, James, that it might just suit Celtic and maybe there wasn't, maybe there weren't any offers for Edward and Cham, or maybe they weren't suitable offers, but. But one came along for Frimpong. Why? Why is it? Why is it so important to establish what how he was able to to move and and charm and Edward weren't? I thought you'd want Edward to stay anyway. God, if you look at the whole, the whole scenario, we all know Austin Edwards a top player. Now, if we get him away last year, say when he wanted to leave, we could maybe get fifteen, twenty million pound. We could get eight million for Incham. Not, not, not if no, not if no one bid for them, James. Well, I was thinking that'd be highly unlikely because they're all good players. Let's not kid ourselves on, especially on Edward. That's the bit I don't get. Now, Finn Pong started his first season with a smile on his face. Let's be honest about it. Brought me player and he tried his heart out and he, he, when he played, he's seen a penny effort and his smile. That smile went six months ago. But how can he say to Neil, I don't want to be here and say, OK, let's go. I don't get that bit guys I really don't know But uh, she got that The other things don't have James The guys have touched on it You can only Move someone on Or somebody can only move If a club comes in With a concrete bid Now Regardless of what you read In the newspapers About I or 15 million AC Milan 
I'd be very surprised if AC Milan put 15 million on the table and he's still at Celtic. Um, and Frank Bong, you're right, he did play with a smile on his face up until the start of the season or, or weeks into the season, purely because you play with a smile on your face when you're winning and you're winning trophy after trophy and game after game. But when your team's gone through a bad time, fans don't want to see you play with a smile on your face. So that's why it quickly faded. But uh, like Gordon, I- I'm surprised that you know, you wouldn't want Edward to be at the club. I think Peter Lowell and Neil Lennon saw it as a triumph that they were able to keep these players for such a big season rather than lose them for derogatory bids. Jim, do you try to put the blame at the door in the manager because Frimpong stopped playing with a smile on his face and wanted to leave? Is that what your point no, is? No, I just don't get how how he can get what he wants within eight weeks. Yeah, because because I think that I think this, the the offer suited Celtic. I think it suited every uh, party. I think it suited the buying club, it suited the selling club, and it obviously suited the player. Um, so the player obviously wanted away for Celtic. It's nothing to do with the way the team was playing or anything like that. It's because see if you were really want to play for a club, you're sitting there in January, your manager's under pressure. Everybody thinks that the manager's going to be. Replaced in the summer At latest Then what you do Is you sit there And wait to see who comes in If you're so desperate To play for Celtic But oh, it was obvious The boy wanted a move He wanted to try German football uh, You can't blame him for that It's a it's a short career He'd seen an opportunity It suited Celtic mm. And it suited the buying club So that's the reason Why he left Just where we've got you James If you don't mind Because I know you're a You're a big Celtic fan The news today Is really about Albion Ayeti And the fact that He's been charged For diving in that game At Kilmarnock What do you make of that? I think it was A soft penalty But mm. We got away with one Sometimes You've heard to say In the programme A stone waller Why wasn't it given? So It works both ways Sometimes it goes for you And other times it doesn't It went for us Last night Or on Tuesday night When the game was on I've got a wee second point. Oh, make it really quick if you can, I'm a bit right, sure. Okay. Right, Gordon, you've said for months that the players are no trying, and I agree with you. There's a simple solution to this problem. See these B jerseys you get with the black taps on, it tells you how how the players are performing. A oh, quick scenario. See for Toxie, the top average is five mile, you run five mile in a game as a figure of speech. Four miles, 90% effort, three miles, 50%, two is. 20% and hopeless how many players <laughs> would you say let's be honest about that how many players would you say in the Celtic team this season have run 5 mile oh, I, hate to, I hate to burst the bubble but there's going to be more to it Mark isn't it? Cause just because you've clocked up your your, t- your total miles that doesn't yeah, I think kilometers. Gordon should answer that one since it was him that says the players want to try I don't know if you have said that but <laughs> No I haven't said that I've never said that players I don't say players because haven't there, tried there's total distance, I've said they've played below there, par There's total distance High intensity running I, Number listen, of sprints I, I, Sprint yeah, distance I'm Different positions I, I've different been involved running. with these stats And you know I, I'm not even joking The guy who takes corner kicks Runs much further than <laughs> other players Purely because He's recorded going to run the corner kick well, James's point is uh, Obviously about the He doesn't probably think the effort Has been there from certain players this year um, effort comes in a lot of different forms, and uh, no, I, I don't agree with the vest and, and tallying up marks and that. Okay. 
Who's Gage hopeless it. Yeah, I no, just love hopeless. to see Lennox Town In the sports science department Just <laughs> a, a bracket Hopeless written up on the board <laughs> Number one Hopeless uh, Right thanks James A couple on Twitter About this A Yeti business Greg Cunningham says How many penalties Are actually won When it's clear as day That folk have dived Um Day and Jones were clear A Yeti's clear according to Greg There might be controversial ones But even when you watch them Three and four times You still can't decide 100% Paul says When does a soft penalty Become simulation As much as I would be annoyed If the Yeti penalty Was given against us There is contact in his ankle From the keeper You can argue Is it enough But then you need to apply That question To every penalty Good question I don't, I don't have the answers Thank you to Paul uh, Right Thursday night Which means it's time for this Full-time teaser With Thompson's personal injury solicitors More than a million paid in compensation every week Right, you'll know that every Thursday, every night on the show We do the full-time teaser But it's always extra special on a Thursday Because we give you your chance to win your football survival kit Thanks to Thompson's solicitors I know it's really tough at the moment We can't get out to games We would all love to go along So we're trying to make it that you've got the next best thing We're going to set you up with a beer fridge Beers to go in it Pies, Bovril All could be yours If you just answer this teaser By 7.45 tonight You need to be over 18 Um, You can find all the Terms and conditions On our website I'm going to give you The question next So listen carefully Get your thinking caps on And see if you can win That football survival kit Thanks to Thompson's solicitors The question is next Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Right you've got 20 minutes If you're playing along at home You've got 20 minutes To get all of the answers To this question To be in with the chance Of winning the football survival kit All the correct (coughs) answers Go in a hat We pick one at random And it could be you Who wins the beer fridge The beers to go in it The pies The bovril Thanks to Pie Sports The perfect football survival kit The guys in the studio Have got until the end of the show So they'll help you out They'll give you a couple of answers for free That's the, that's the theory If they can actually get any um, But you need all your answers in by quarter to eight To be in with the chance of winning So your question's quite easy tonight I Well, I think it's doable, right? George Burns says he's loving the show During lockdown period Because it's been tough He says, I thought I'd try my hand at submitting a teaser Can you name the last six non-old firm players To be the top scorer in the Scottish top flight Can you name the last six Non-old firm players To be the top scorer In the Scottish top flight Cosgrove No No Good start though Higdon Yes Michael Higdon yes. Oh Motherwell He got player of the year that year didn't he <laughs> Yeah and uh, Enjoyed yeah. himself at the, at yeah, the, the PFA awards that night yep. Free accommodation <laughs> um, uh, Riordan No O'Connor No Chris Boyd at Kelly Yes, okay, we'll leave it there Because you're two down And only four to get You lot at home need to be quicker though Because these two have got to the end of the show You need to be in by quarter to eight Can you name the last six non-old firm players To be the top scorer in the Scottish top flight Guys like Chris Boyd at Kilmarnock And Michael Higdon at Motherwell So you've got a wee flavour of the, the type of answers that we are are looking for Get them in Thank you to George for the question And if you want to submit your question in the future Full time at Clyde1.com uh, Are we about to speak to Stephen and Coat Bridge? I don't know what's happening here They've got me kind of hanging on and, and waiting I guess not I don't know um, What about those games in the Before we take another call What about those games in the bottom six Last night Elaborating them a bit further Well the Hamilton one um, First and foremost I said at the top of the show I thought that Hamilton Once he scored the goal That they would have seen it through um, But Ross County under John Hughes are a different side now They're playing better stuff 
with end product and a couple of their goals were fantastic but Motherwell I thought Motherwell thoroughly deserved it and if you were going to ask us to pick a goal of the night I would have chosen the, the second Motherwell one from Long it was, I thought it was a great move and a great finish but hugely important for Graham Alexander to to win that one at home because when was the last time Gordon they won at home? Going back a wee a bit long time ago. <laughs> um, it's, it's back-to-back wins Gordon And especially when you're looking at The teams round about So to beat yeah. Ross County last time To beat Dundee United last night Does that I think it's probably too early to say That takes Motherwell out of a relegation battle Because it's so tight But you think How bad the situation could have been If you don't win those two games Yeah To, to be fair um, The way they're playing Gordon I think they will uh, be okay I know they've got a very difficult one come Saturday. That's why they were so, it was so important at home against Dundee United, who are really struggling to get a win to get the three points. I thought it was a terrific game, end to end. It was a very open game, uh, and it was a great result. Unfortunately for Hamilton, there's a a slight gap starting to open there. I'll be a bit of worry for Brian Rice, um, but never write off Hamilton because they can produce a few results. It just can keep them in. It's so tight at the bottom because. You look at Kilmarnock, they've been pulled right into it. I know that Mark's saying about Ross County have got a bit of confidence under John Hughes. St Johnston, who are in the cup final, good performance last night. They're down there fighting for their lives as well. So it's going to be really interesting over the next couple of weeks. Uh, let's hear from Motherwell boss, Graham Alexander. We had to work exceptionally hard to, to get those three points tonight. It was a real tough game. Um, both teams obviously determined to win the game for their own reasons and we're delighted that you know we managed to get the three points I thought um, there was spells throughout the game that both teams dominated um, but you know the two goals we got when we were really on top were enough to win the game but uh, yeah even the second half there was chances for both teams and I thought both keepers played very well tonight um, but yeah the you know to follow up what we did at Ross County you know um, was what we really wanted to do we didn't want Ross County result to be a flash in the pan and We've backed it up with a, another valuable three points. Your old team, Dundee United, Mark Wilson, are they Ooh. are they are they dragged in? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I think they started the season very, very well, and of course they had the problems with wage cuts and trying to negotiate with players and all that stuff off the pitch to deal with. You thought they they might have got through that unscathed, but their performances on the pitch now are are under par to say the least, especially their home form. I think when you come into this league. You've got to sort out your home form first and foremost because going away to grounds in the Premiership is a tall order for teams coming up and United just haven't got uh, home and away right after the turn of the year. So they are definitely in the mix now. Yeah, they're dropping like a stone, Gordon. Uh, they, need a vict- uh, they need a result. They've got a real tough one again at Ross County at the weekend. Um, Mickey Mellon's under a little bit of pressure there. I know that people are saying... Well, he's, I think he's seventh in the league or whatever. He was up there in the top six. All of a sudden, it's defeat after defeat. Um, I thought second half against Motherwell, they were a lot better. Uh, they made a substitution at half time. But, you know, t- they have to turn these performances and they need to try and start getting wins because they're getting dragged right into it. Kilmarnock are dragged mm. into it. And obviously St Johnston are a little bit of worry as well. Speaking of Kilmarnock, their head of football operations, James Fowler, says they've now got a short list of candidates for the manager's job. They're ready to start the interview process. Um, I don't know when you when the interview for you two in the joint role is, but you can let me know. Um, he says looking to bring in the new boss as soon as possible, but thinks he'll still be in charge this weekend. Yeah, I think the club have kind of said in a statement uh, that they're looking to try and move 
move pretty quickly. Uh, but obviously we'll follow the, the proper processes and, and hopefully get the right person in. I think like any time a job comes up, there's there's lots of people that are, lots of good people certainly that are, that are maybe out of work just now. So uh, we've had lots of lots of applications, lots of kind of notes of interest and uh, we've identified one or two as well ourselves. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll crack on with that uh, in the coming days and, and see hopefully get somebody in soon. Uh, yeah, we've identified the ones that, that we're going to take forward for interview. Uh, so, so, see, that's begun uh, as well with that process. So, once we get once we get a kind of a chat to to these candidates and get a feel for them, they get a feel for us. Uh, we'll have a better idea where we're, where we're going to go moving forward. Aimless prediction. I, don't, I doubt you've got inside knowledge. No offence. A, a manager with knowledge of the league, i.e., Tommy Wright, Stephen Robinson, or something else. Mm. What, what do you think? I'm going to go for something else uh, Like I did Motherwell a, a couple of weeks ago I said something else as well I, I just think they went down the road to Steve Clark um, You know, quite a few years ago now And they went all out They got Steve Clark And look at the reward they got for that Kilmarnock became a different team uh, And had great success under them Now, I, I'm aware that finances were different We were in a, a different world back then And perhaps they could have pushed out the boat More than they can now With the current financial Constraints on them But I just think they'll, they'll have no shortage Of people in for that job Especially from down south Seeing what Steve Clark achieved Seeing where he went after Kilmarnock That his stock rose dramatically He had job offers left, right and centre He's ended up in the national job I think managers from down south Will have a look at that and think Yep, this club's a good club If I go there and do well Who knows where I could end up Okay, let's bring in Col- uh, Sorry, you didn't give me your your guess uh, Tommy Wright that it? Yes. You don't even know if he's applied or if he's interested. No, I think guarantee he'll apply. And I think that clubs out there will look well. He, he's he, what he done for achieved for St Johnston knows the league. Um, bring him in. On you go. Right, great. Okay, we'll wait and see. Uh, Colin is a Rangers fan from Newbury. Hi, Colin. Hi. How are you doing, guys? All good. How are you? More importantly, I'm good. Thank well. you. Good stuff. What's on your mind? Um, just two points. Um, one, this. Theory about a witch hunt against Morelis. Um, I think Rangers fans think that because for me there's just a massive inconsistency. Um, when you look at other games, controversial tackles, the penalty incident at Celtic, etc., all these things. Um, but I wouldn't change Morelis. I would leave him away as and let him do what he's doing because he's probably he keeps you guys probably in a job most nights because he actually seems to take up a massive amount of the two hours. Yeah, I've always sort of said that, Gordon. That I would never hide that that the guy's box office in Scottish football yeah. will be a quieter place without him, one way or the other. Believe it or not, though, I, I, I and I'll stress that. Believe it or not, I don't want to talk about him all the time. And so when we have an incident, say involving a Yeti, and then it comes back to Morelos, or we have an incident about someone else, and it comes back to Morelos, that to me personally seems a, seems a little bit yeah, pointless. Sorry, Daz, I was going to say, yeah, he has box office, but I, I get he's got his, his downsides and he's... You okay there, Daz? Do you bump your head off the microphone? Do I just keep making as much noise as possible? Yeah, I'm trying to drown him. <laughs> I was going to say, he has box office. He's got his downsides, he makes clear errors on the pitch to do with discipline, but he's box office because he's a top player as well. He's up at the top of the scoring charts. He's always there or thereabouts in the big games. Uh, and when you marry those two together with a player... Of course they become a huge talking point on any show In any league 
And I said it at the start I was half joking Now I'm being serious Now you've annoyed me Not one single call About the blatant kick On Nathan McGinley's face At Fir Park last night So when Fair. people ask Well why do you always focus On, on these guys it, it, It's kind of difficult To ignore The biggest players At the biggest teams Get the most headlines yeah. And it's always been that way uh, Colin I know you had Some other Rangers thoughts On your mind What have you got for us? Um, well, sorry, I'll just quickly go back. Sure. I agree with you with the Motherwell one. I think it's a yes. disgrace that that's not been brought up. Me um, too, and God. I was only mentioning Morelis because there <laughs> seems to be a thing where Rangers fans think there's a witch hunt. I agree with the, the, the Motherwell incident. Um, the other thing was when one of your guys was on earlier talking about Hadji and who you would drop in the team to keep Hadji playing. Um, me personally, I would actually drop Ryan Kent because I think for the money that we've mm. paid for him, he has not done a thing this season. He's not consistent. The first season we had him, he was fantastic to watch. And I just think that at this moment in time, you're getting a lot more from Hadji than what you're getting from Ryan Kent. And maybe a wee spell on the bench for Ryan Kent would make him think differently when he's on the park. Right. I, say, I said this. That's a big shout. But do you know what? Collins, come on, giving his uh, opinion, back to up. I, I said this would about... You drop, would you drop Kent for Hadji? I, I wouldn't drop. I'm not saying drop. But I think the rotation sometimes with the way Rangers go about their business that sounds like dropping to me. No, no, it's sort of a <laughs> yeah. resting. I was a manager. I'll, I'll chat go, to you. I'm going I'll, to rotate. Yeah, now you're I'm dropped. going. I'm going to rest you for a few games. I said this about three, four weeks ago on the Saturday, and Alec, I think it was, come out with all the stats about you know how well he's been playing. He's got six league assists. So yeah, he's, yeah. That's, um, well, Hadji's got nine. Hadji's top. Well, in the division. And, and then. Obviously Alec was right on the day Because I think it was Ross County game He scored by a header In the first Kent, goal yep. Kent um, I, I agree I think that And this is This is a compliment Not a criticism I agree I think that Kent You know uh, Out the team for a couple of games Just give him a break Get him back in He's played a lot of football He's not the same He's not got that same sharpness That he's normally got Gordon He's a terrific talent The boy We've got to say that But sometimes you just need mm. A few games Sit there, have a rest, watch what's happening And then get a bit of freshness back in His numbers aren't bad Colin I mentioned that he's got the six league assists Forgive me, I don't have his assists in all competitions To hand seven goals Which isn't not bad But I take the point I think five of them came before at the end of September But but you, you mentioned the, the price tag Colin, you sort of brought that into the equation Should players be judged against their price tag Or should they just be judged on, on what they're doing Because the six assists, the seven goals Some of the overall performances Would that not suggest he is contributing? I, I just think with the way that Rangers are playing in each game And how they're dominating games I just don't think that he shows enough in the games I know you're saying about he's got the six assists. I would expect with the amount of goals that Rangers have scored this season, I would be expecting his assist to be a lot higher in the position that he's playing. I would just expect a lot more from them than what I feel that that as a that, that we're getting from him. Listen, I have to agree, Colin. I've said in the show a few times that I think Kent is a better player than what he's shown just now. But you know, thinking about it, you know, Gerard plays him every week. Maybe as a victim of his own success in the previous year where a lot of Rangers players were underperforming and Kent stood out because he would make something happen but this year no Rangers players really underperforming and Kent's probably not shining like he well, used to do that's fair that, so but he, so he's not underperforming either though is that what you're saying that, or is he uh, because, I mean, are we now at the stage where I don't know are we, are we getting a bit are, are people getting a bit bored or something of, of, of because Rangers are you know are 
are, are flying are at the moment. Flying you're sort of looking for things that might not quite be right. I mean, maybe it just fits the system. How, well, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Whether it's individually or as a team, how do you really improve or, or do better in, in what Rangers are doing? It, at the the moment? one thing that does surprise me is that almost almost every player, barring Goldson and Tavernier, uh, been rotated in the forward area. Should I say? He's the one that always stays in. Everybody else well, seems to miss is that out because there's no obvious replacement. Well, I don't know well, Scott wingers. Wright I mean, Scott Wright's there, but you had Barker. Yeah, no, but, I know, but that's my point. They, they clearly were not at a level where they could do that, and that's why they've been perhaps, moved on. perhaps only Stephen Gerrard mm. has the answer uh, to that. But his numbers aren't too bad. He still get a, a wee chunk of the season. I think wingers, you get double figures and goals. You're, you're on to a good thing It's an interesting one Colin Thank you for giving us a call tonight Hopefully you'll do it again It would be nice to speak to you Right what about this <sighs> teaser Because remember If you're playing at home This is your five minute warning You need all of these By quarter to eight To be in the hat For the football survival pack Can you name The last six Non-old firm players To be the top scorer In the Scottish top flight You two Have got Chris Boyd And Michael yeah. Higdon I, th- I think I hit the bar With Cosgrove I'm going the same team Okay Adam Rooney? Yes, well done. Ah, good shout. Yeah. Um, oh, who'd I have there? I had one in my head. Mm-hmm. You need to tell us, though. I mean, I know. Yeah, yeah, I forgot helps, it. Yeah, helps. We'll not read you. you Scott McDonald? No. Scott McDonald. At Motherwell? No. no. I thought you were going to get it there, I must admit. Uh, right, I'll give you a clue. One of them is still playing, but not for this team. But he's still playing in Scotland, but not for this team. And two, we're going back a bit further. Okay. So I'm afraid that's it That's all the guys could help you with They've given you three You need to get them Plus the other three before. Go on then Do you want me to give you the fourth? Hurry up You gave me still playing Boyce? Yes Liam Boyce Well done There we go An extra wee clue From your uncle Gordon there Helping yep. you out On a Thursday night So you've got two to get For the competition And um, We'll get back show. to it next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Right we're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard um, The lines are Well we actually have got 30 seconds That must have been a shorter break than usual So I'm true to my words You've got till quarter to eight You've got 30 seconds more uh, To get the six last non-old The last six non-old firm players To be the top scorer In the Scottish top flight The guys have helped you out big time Chris Boyd, Liam Boyce, Adam Rooney, Michael Higdon If you've got all six You're in the hat for the football survival pack Did you get any more at the break By any chance No nah, struggle any, any more than that head of yours Mark Billy Dodds No No Billy, I'm afraid not Billy Dodds That's mm. what I'm working with I have had Some very Very interesting responses Some of them are private as well mm. um, To the Shout that we put earlier on About 12 weeks ago tonight What were we doing mm. We were in here We stayed on till midnight Didn't we mm. Belgrade Scotland Doing the business And speaking of doing the business 12 weeks on If anyone on your social media Has got a scan picture up Announcing An imminent Arrival You've got to question Whether it was David Marshall inspired Or whether it was Gordon DL And Mark <laughs> Wilson inspired Well I've had some serious feedback already Yes Yeah That's all I'm going to say Yeah Let me keep an eye on it Over the coming days <laughs> listen, it, A few little Gordons Running you, about you, you can't get in your future. It might not be exactly 12 weeks I mean Scan appointments might be in Roundabouts on, I'll keep a close eye on it In the next yeah. couple of days And see if I can convince Anyone daft enough uh, To come on The show Come Imagine on the show and, and tell us Yeah What it is that's, Your mic's going off I could see where you were going there Um <laughs> I think have we got Peter on the line uh, Let's see what else is coming in here Just in case I've, I've missed anything um, I don't th- Yes we've got Peter Who's a Celtic fan on the line What is on your mind tonight Peter? 
Yeah, do you know what? A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people make that point, and not not just about Celtic. You know, this doesn't have to be, but just because it's it's someone's team that I've heard that a lot before. Mark, D- does that seem a bit unfair at the time? It's a yellow card offence. If you're done retrospectively, it's a two game ban. <laughs> the only thing I would then offer in response is. If you do it and it doesn't get picked up at the time It means you, you get away with it And it means your team then won a penalty And it mm. means your team potentially won the match because of that So so maybe it should ca- carry a higher punishment Or maybe not, mm, what do you think? I think it's... I'm, I, I'm with the call here I, I think it's a good point Because the officials have missed it at the time mm-hmm. So why should the player... He's already... You're right I mean, you get a yellow card for it on the pitch Why should he be mm. dealt... Not double the punishment More than that More than that <laughs> When it's the official That's got it wrong Well to be fair If it's diving uh, He's guilty If he's it's guilty. diving Then you've conned the official Not a yeti I'm yeah. speaking generally If you dive And they're successful You've conned the official Of course yeah. So I've well, seen cause I've, You want to come back in Peter? But again going I get what you're saying And I'm part of the other guys right? But there was contact Whether it was enough yeah. To send the boy down or no There was contact mm-hmm. So it's not And it was not as if it was that uh, the referee and the lineman, I mean, sorry, the referee blew right away from the penalty kick. He took his time and obviously he said, what's his, uh, his assistant on, the, uh, on that side to say to him that it was contact? But again, as I said, I'm not going to, uh, I was doing annoyed if I would have scored against us, obviously. Yeah. But being honest, I mean, we've had decisions against us this season anyway, so as they'll say, what goes around, you get you get them, you don't get them. I mean, I've had a couple of breaks later this, <coughs> this season where our side goes like, so, Big beating at uh, Livingston and maybe Eddie's or an eight for Eddie's own, but as I said, I want to know going because obviously yeah. I was thinking, how can it be a yellow mm-hmm. card yet? He's going to lose time. My football point, God knows, I know it was Kamalnock and I know it's the season, and I was quite impressed with some of the Celtics person playing Tuesday night, and I do like <clears throat> Tumble on the park and the first game, but the new boy looks not too bad, but it's a six month loan deal, and I'd actually like to see Sorrow. In the middle of part with Scott Brown But who misses out then Because you know You've spoke about Turnbull um, who, who misses out from that midfield If you're playing Sorrow and Brown uh, Ryan Christie Doesn't right. it do it for me Doesn't it do it for you no. do, well, God, Just, just, just lately Or man. he's not done it no, for you God, for no, God knows, Well for about two months Ryan Christie's not kicked a ball Right. Yeah I'm not so, saying I, But I don't think There's many Celtic players That you look at and go In the last two months Have been outstanding Because if you look at the results It tell you they, they haven't Apart from I do agree Turnbull for me Has been A brilliant signing A breath of fresh air For Celtic One for a few One for a future When You know Celtic change What's going to happen Now I don't know if Celtic Are going to make Big decisions sooner They've got to limp on to the summer And then make big decisions We know that the chief exec's gone in the summer Does the manager stay? Does the manager go? What happens? But I think Turnbull is part of the future Is a terrific sign for Celtic supporters um, You say that But actually now Mark he's. It feels like every game Not saying he plays brilliantly every game But very quickly has become the player that everything goes through for Celtic You, yeah. know, you notice that I feel like yeah. every Because I don't get to Well no one's getting to go to games But 
I feel like every clip you see he, He's, he's yeah. on the ball He's starting it Or To be fair to him I think even when he came on uh, In his first few appearances It looked that way Instantly And that comes from The players Seeing him in training And seeing They can trust this guy And from Turnbull Himself Commanding the Possession And it's a hard thing To do at Celtic When you're surrounded By Bigger stars Let's be honest Bigger stars at the time Just now and when, Who's won league uh, titles and After titles well. Yeah And he's command thing If Turnbull keeps going The way he is In the next season or two He could find himself At Celtic For the next 10 years And things being built Around him If he keeps going The way he's going Peter The So the team you, you The midfield you're wanting to see Brown and Sorrow McGregor and Turnbull Then I assume You're not happy With, with Christie at the moment Is that perhaps a bit defensive For a For a four not really, Robin, because Cal Mack has got wasted sitting uh, behind the front. I mean, you, you can see he's no... When they just step forward, you can start to dictate play like uh, the goal the other night for Edward Renault uh, against St. Mun. He's really clever ball through. Cal Mack then can drive on as well into the box. So I think you're wasting... You're, he's getting wasted sitting trying to protect the defence. To me, that, I mean, you had a guy on last night saying, oh, Sorrow's inexperienced and too lightweight against St. Mun. So you've put him alongside Scott Brown. And Bruno, not from a line now for the end of the, the season, you'll, you'll probably see a far better player. I just think the boys know had a lot of game time this season, no use when he's been in the country now for a year. And I do think, also, I think, obviously, there's a lot of things going on this season, and we're coming to that stage that we've just spoken a lot of this in the programme every year. We're starting to see the fact that when Scott Brown's not in the park, we've not got an actual out and leader. I'm not talking about Kyle Max not a captain, he's a captain, he probably has a captain material. But we've not got that leader on the part that can drive the team home when things the chips are done the way Bruno does, and maybe that's where things are went wrong. We think maybe for Shane Duffy would come in and do something like that yeah. it galvanises, but it's not happened. But seeing the day, as I said to last week, Gordon, I'll, I'll take this season on the chin and move on. The next season, hope we can rebuild and come back strong again. Right. Okay. How would that midfield look to you then, Mark? Is that is that a possibility? Because Scott Brown. I think was that his first start since the Scottish Cup final? Yeah. If memory serves me right, mm-hmm. he has come back in. Soros done well initially in, in the spell he came in. Turnbull seems to be a stick on. Mm. Callum McGregor. Ryan I think Christie. if yeah, listen, I think if you're playing Brown and Soros together, you have to change the system then to a, a four-two-three-one. So I, I don't think couldn't go out, wouldn't go right of the diamond. I, I, or left I wouldn't. Of the diamond I wouldn't think so. I think Christie with the way he plays coming in, he's left. That's what Celtic need in a diamond creativity. I think if you stick Soros out there, I would take away. From his game, also, um, don't think I, I don't think there's a doubt that the two of them could play together. Soron Brown, I just don't think when Celtic have found this diamond, and it's it looked very good the other night. It's it's looked um, less than that in other games, but it looked very good. Mm. And I don't think Neil's going to change us anytime soon. This formation, no point in prejudging it because I am certain we'll get back to it when the decision arrives. But there was so much made about. Let's get Edward and Griffiths together And then Neil Lennon Clearly shown he's not happy With, with Lee Griffiths at the moment And no, brought yeah. him off um, And then he starts a Yeti the other night If a Yeti does now get banned For diving Does it go back to Lee Griffiths Would it be but Maybe one up front Maybe there is the, the scope to see that I think You might see Kamala Maybe play I think Griffiths After the other other day there, And I don't think he was as bad as As any of the others It was just You know The exact same But Neil's obviously singled out He's got a problem I think we might be looking At the the end for Lee Griffiths At Celtic I think come summer then It might be Games up for him 
Uh, right, very quickly, all this week, this is more important than anything in football. I shouldn't have left it this late, but we've been helping you to look after your mental well-being as we continue through this pandemic. We heard from Lee Mayer last night, we've heard from Chris Doolan and so on. Well, tonight, we're going to hear from a more familiar voice and our old pal Alex Ray. He's been opening up about his own experiences um, with mental health in the past. In the past, I've, I've had episodes, um, I think when I was 29 was probably the most Apparent the one that stood out for us And uh, you know I had to seek help And again That breaks down a lot of barriers For a guy like myself 29 coming from the east end of Glasgow The idea of asking for help Was totally foreign Guys uh, In my experience From that particular area um, You know it's like We are men Don't don't show your emotion And so forth So I think it's important To actually Surrender to win By actually opening up You're the one that actually benefits from that And it took me a long time to do that because there's trust issues. Who do you share it with? Uh, and there's so many organisations out there now that are um, that are available to all uh, types. And um, I would suggest it, I strongly suggest it because by doing that, it eases the burden. Yeah, please do. We've been trying to hammer this message all week. It's really important you look after yourself at the moment. If you need any help, you're not alone. There are people in groups who can help. So to find support that's right for you, nhsinform.scot forward slash mind or NHS24 on 111. Right, okay, let's round this off, shall we? Full time teaser with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. More than a million paid in compensation every week. Right, let's see if we can get a winner on this full-time teaser because on a Thursday night you get your football survival kit if you come out the hat and you've answered all the questions right the pundits go about the same question can you name the last six non-old firm players to be top scorer in the Scottish top flight Chris Boyd Liam Boyce Adam Rooney Michael Higdon quickly the last two oh, I need some clues Gordon some clues oh you got Hart a score player. yes Ed. Wait, no, way back though oh, uh, John Robertson Yes Aye, it's got Gordon to be. DL you, You'll get turned away At the Southclyde Park border For this tonight Motherwell How far back? 90s Spencer John Spencer Earlier uh, Dougie Arnott Tommy Coyne Yes, Tommy <laughs> Coyne Well done well, uh, got that. Thank you so much For everyone who took part Well done if you got it right The lucky winner Of the football survival pack Thanks to Thompson's Is Blaine McDonald Well done Blaine Keep an eye out on your DMs And we'll send you all the details Let us know how it goes for you Enjoy the beers And the pies In the fridge And all the rest of it Thank you Mark Wilson Gordon DL Thank you to you lot Top effort as usual Listening, tweeting, calling and keeping us company back at six o'clock tomorrow. We'll catch up with Hugh Evans from home again at six. And in the meantime, Callum Gallagher is up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. For an unpredictable world, talk to Thompson's.com.